What's up, guys? This is Alex so with Cannabis Critique, and I'm proud to finally be on the Cole Memo, or formerly known as the Chillinois Podcast. Uh, you can find me on uh, YouTube. I do, you know, cannabis reviews. I started this channel uh, back when uh, Illinois first legalized. I got the inspiration to start the channel after my first trip uh, to the dispensary. So yeah, I just want to basically uh, like to inform people upon their purchases before they go to the dispensary with the prices of weed in Illinois. I think it's a it's a useful service to have out there. And that, that was pretty much the goal uh, when I started the, the channel. Hell yeah. And that's why uh, if you could see folks I displayed and I'll display it again here in a second. I'm a proud subscriber of Cannabis Critique, longtime subscriber. Um, like you say, in this market where where products are pretty expensive and you want to make sure you get the bang for your buck uh, reviewers like you are making it so that uh, it doesn't feel as much of like a leap of faith <laughs> so <laughs> we're trying to do at least me <laughs> yeah yeah hell yeah so thank you for doing what you do and folks uh as alex said uh you're tuned into the cole memo i'm your host cole preston every episode is released in audio video and transcript format if you want to find the transcript audio or video version of any episode, just look in the description of the episode that you're listening to now. Within that description, you can find a link that will take you to our website, which will display the transcript for this episode and the platforms where you can find this episode in audio and video formats. If you're unable to locate the episode description on whichever platform you're listening from, I get it. I get high and then the uh, platform that I listen from changes and I'm like, how do I locate the description? Uh, simply note the episode number and visit thecolememo.com. From there, you can find that corresponding episode, and then you'll be able to find the audio, video, or transcript version of it. You might also find any links that we referenced during the episode. For example, the link to Cannabis Critique on YouTube and Patreon and Instagram. Uh, folks, if you're not listening to this episode of The Cole Memo on Patreon, then you're listening to this episode later than our patrons. To become a patron, go to thecolememo.com slash Patreon. It's a great way to support our show. But of course, one of the best ways to support our show is free. Subscribe to or follow our show. Leave us a positive review from wherever you're listening to us from. Favorite this episode. Give it a thumbs up. Leave a comment or post a review. Your engagement and support is always appreciated. Today is January 16th. 2024 and once again we're sitting with alex from cannabis critique and yeah it's long overdue with as long as i've been watching uh your videos you know it's long overdue. Well, i wondered if you did i didn't know if you knew about me or not i uh i, I remember. think i first found out about you from um you and uh cannabev were doing this cool like crossover i say cool because it was wrestling yeah <laughs> and i just thought it was really funny so that's when I originally became a subscriber. Yeah. Right on. I'm glad that hit for you. And that was just like completely spur of the moment, something that I did randomly and I didn't even tell him about because I knew he would watch my videos. And then he took it to the next level at his. His was way better than mine because mine was just out of, I just pulled out of my ass because I had that Halloween costume laying around. I'm like, I'm going to dress as Bret Hart. And then towards like three quarters of the way through that video, I'm like, I need to do like a wrestling call out. So I did that. I, I, I actually did one of those at my friend's wedding. Uh, somebody got me super drunk. And like, I was, 
I was like wanting to do a speech and like his brother like chickened out on the speech. So like you should have you should have went up there and did the speech. And I'm like, oh yeah, I should have like grabbed the mic and been like, cut the music. And then that kind of like <laughs> built upon itself. And then like, yeah, like three quarters of the way through the reception, we had convinced the DJ that we were gonna do it. And he actually did it. <laughs> so I got, and we fooled a good portion of the uh, crowd, but at least my friend realized what was happening and realized it was a joke. But like the wedding plan went running up to his wife was like what is going on <laughs> thought it was real. yeah i got on the mic and i was like cut the fucking music <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but yeah that's where the inspiration for that came from anybody's curious <laughs> that's hilarious yeah i was curious and that's a hilarious backstory to that i i just love uh the comedy in that performance, you know, yeah, the whole cut the fucking music, taking the, you know, just the the record skip, every getting everybody's attention, that whole that whole vibe, it's hilarious to me. So, well, uh, I'm curious, you know, just to start, I as critical as I am of uh, Illinois, the, you know, some of the things that go on in Illinois cannabis. One thing I will always say is that I would not be doing this show right now if it weren't for what happened in 2020. I wouldn't feel comfortable enough to by that. I mean, legalization, I wouldn't right. be comfortable enough, even though I had a medical card, I didn't feel comfortable enough to like start recording and putting myself out there like that. And I'm curious, how do you get started and did it have anything to do with legalization or? Oh, 100% had to do with legalization. I was just like yeah. you, I was completely afraid. Um, I don't know. I've, I don't know. A lot of people judge you whenever they realize that you smoke. A lot of people think that you're like, I don't know. They treat you like you're dumb or something. Um, a lot of people are always surprised when I tell them that I smoke like all the time. Uh, but um, and I I do get kind of nervous that I put my face out there on my platform and everything like that. But I don't know. It's kind of empowering in a way as well um, to just be like, yeah, fuck you. I don't care what you think anymore. Uh, it's legal. Yeah. You know, um, I work in a public industry so it's it is kind of nerve-wracking being out there like that and as the channel is getting bigger it kind of gets weirder i'm getting to the point now where i actually get recognized in public places which is i don't know strange i'm not like trying to brag or anything but like it's very weird um i get recognized at the dispensary sometimes recently um i go to the casino sometimes and play craps i do gamble responsibly to my patreon members i'm not like lighting your money on fire you <laughs> know I gamble every once in a while. I play dice. Um, and one day, like back in July, I was gambling up there and uh, like they were all just staring at me all weird. And I'm like, am I about to kick, get kicked out of the right. casino? Like, do they think I'm cheating or something? I don't know. I was winning at the moment. So that's never good when you're in the casino. They don't like that. But uh, uh, it got to the point where they're like, are you on TV? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I know where you I recognize you. You're from YouTube. And then uh they also just started laughing. And it was like this old lady that recognized me, which was a trip in and of itself. They're like, oh my God, I would never thought that she smoked. <laughs> and then like the last few times I went there, I like go up to the bar, the bartender and be like, oh. You're the cannabis guy. And then like I got my drink from the the, the waitress and she's like, you're that YouTuber guy. So the last time I went there, I felt like half the staff watched my channel, which is very weird. But yeah, that's starting to kind of weird me out as well. That like, I don't know, I'm going to get a call from my boss one day or something. He's going to want to talk to me about my channel. I don't know. I mean, I don't mean to downplay it, but there are like, a, if, if anybody wanted to start doing anything, I would say that there's, 
at least in Illinois, I know there's a large number of people doing cannabis content in the United States, but like just Illinois focused, like I feel like I can count on both hands. Now that's of course anecdotal. I can't be aware of every creator. I'm just saying the space is pretty small from my standpoint. You're among the few. So yeah. when you when you search up Illinois cannabis weed, <laughs> cannabis critiques probably going to pop up. That is pretty cool as well. I big shout out to Cannacentric Films. He was one of like the original ones, um, and he was one of my main inspirations when I first started. Um, and then, like, uh, of course, I'm I like love Cannabev stuff. I've become friends with him. I didn't actually know about him at the beginning; just kind of stumbled upon his stuff. And um, trying to not leave anybody out that I enjoy their content while we're getting. Yeah, a little I like Kush no Ketchup. He's he's pretty yeah, good. he's really good um i actually did a little collab with him woji smokes and cannabev oh yeah woji yeah which i've been super lazy on it's gonna be a really cool project if it ever actually gets released um so hopefully that'll come together but i, I did i do have cool. something in the works with with those guys that i've been sitting on for like six plus months so apologies to those guys they did uh send out some stuff to me and i never actually did anything with it but i promise i promise i will I will deliver some cool content uh, with that stuff. Cool little little crossover with those guys. Yeah. Well, to throw me under that bus, is that the one that you asked me to participate in? And then yes. I did. And then I got too high and forgot to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just had, I, don't know, I had a whole shitload of stuff like happen in my personal life around the time that I was trying to do that. And then it just got put on the back burner. But now I've, uh, you know, conquered all of those things. So I can hopefully get well, back to creating cool content again <laughs> yeah cool-ish content and not just the reviews i know people enjoy the reviews but i like to branch out into other stuff every once in a while as well yeah i'm writing it down so i can follow up with you uh i'll have to we can talk off air but uh yeah since you haven't produced it yet uh, i can get off my my high horse <laughs> and and participate in it by that i, mean, I think it'll I be a really good I video if i ever I, it's in my head it's a super awesome concept you know but i've put it together yeah hell yeah well so back to to how you started like just take me back to that because we we said it's legalization but again it's kind of like that wedding speech you spoke about earlier you kind of got to amp yourself up for it you probably tried a few videos right or did you just swing and push that first video out or just tell me the process uh, at the beginning when it was super super expensive i was having like i operate on like a shoestring budget i don't make a lot of money so whenever legalization came you know i had my budget set up for my 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 plugs and my plug used to give me 10 grams for 100 bucks, which is not like the greatest deal in the world. But when you compare it to the dispensary price, especially at the beginning of legalization, it was a fucking great deal. Um, so at the beginning, it was like 65 and eighth, which I was completely right. shocked at. I actually woke up that morning, January 1st at 5 a.m., uh, left, left, uh, left the place I was at super early by myself went up to the dispensary uh the collinsville one it was like the only medical one near me that was that was open the only one actually at that time and i rolled up there and there's a million people there at 5 a.m and i'm like i did not i did not expect it to be this big of a deal like i didn't think it was gonna be that big of a deal i mean it's a huge fucking deal and i think the the dispensary underestimated it too they had a little bit of stuff out there like they had some free food and stuff but 
and a little bit of music, but like it was a shit show. And uh, luckily, I come walking up and there's this massive line just wrapped around the whole entire place. And I saw this dude that I went to college with and I was like, hey, what's up? And I just sneaked right in line with him. So that cut off like half the line. But I still ended up being there from like 5 a.m. until like 930 before I got out of there. And like, you know, you got I got like three quarters of the way up through the line and they hand you the sheet of paper, which was the menu. And I'm like, oh, sweet. You know, I was all excited because I had been to Colorado. You know, I was expecting it to be cool, you know, and it wasn't that cool. They had a new <laughs> fucking sheet of paper. It had two choices for flour, two choices for edibles, and I think like two choices for like a vape or something. And I was like, well, fuck. I got up at five in the morning. I already been staying here for four hours. And I have like 150 bucks in my pocket that I was like expecting to like get a decent amount of weed with. And I'm like, I can't even like barely afford a quarter. <laughs> So I ended up, I'm like, well, I have to buy, I have to buy both eighths. So I bought both eighths. It was like platinum OG. And I can't remember the other one. It was like strawberry something, but platinum OG. I remember that because that's like the first one I ever bought. Um, But yeah, I bought those. And then I was, you know, I get into the dispensary and it's just like, there's pushing everybody through and it's the first day. So, you know, I was a little bit shocked with the process, but I was really shocked with the fact that you didn't get to see anything. You didn't get to smell anything. It was just, here's what it's called. Here's the THC percentage. Do you want it? Uh, And that was it. And I was just like, well, this fucking sucks. So that's, I mean, I kind of always had in the back of my head that I would do like, like a weed review type of channel, but I didn't really know how I would do it. So then I started like talking to my friends who were potheads and I was like, what would you like, you know, judge a weed on? And I like laid out my five criteria that I still judge on today, which I'm not sure is the greatest way to do it, but that's the way we've settled upon doing it. And then I kind of came up with the scoring system, which I kind of regret now because (laughs) everyone is always bitching at me in the comments about what I scored this weed or that weed or why I scored this that way or whatever. I don't fucking know, dude. I always just respond with that fucking Drew Carey clip. The points don't matter. Like the point (laughs) system was basically for me. So I can just quickly glance at shit and be like, I like this one better than I like this one. But sometimes that doesn't even work either because like, you know, you got to rate some stuff really high when it looks really good. And then that'll make the overall score go up higher. So it ends up, you know, higher than I probably would have ranked it. So I don't know. I've, I've thought about like experimenting with different scoring systems, but I really haven't figured out how to do that. I think I need to weigh like the effects a little more, but then I think like, you know, some people are just completely taste chasers. Some people are like super into how it smells. Some people are really into the looks. And I don't know if there's like, also like a like a placebo type effect with some people to where like if they get like a really good looking weed then they yeah. you know in turn think it's going to get them more high so it does um you know i think there's something to be said for the mind too with like taking over i i think a lot of people with the sativa indica thing like sometimes get too wrapped up into that and they're like i bought a sativa it's going to give me anxiety so then it does so you know uh it's just stuff like that but basically yeah the main inspiration to get back to why i started the channel was to just try to inform people because that first trip to the dispensary i felt like you know i'm like a super big pothead i've been to a million dispensaries Uh, i should know how this is going and i felt clueless 
as like a veteran consumer, I couldn't imagine like what it's like for like an older person to go there who hadn't smoked in 20 years. And was like, what? I don't have no idea what this even is. They don't know what like a lot of the older people still struggle with, like the difference between like what flour versus like, uh, like popcorn versus shake versus, you know, et cetera. So there, I don't know. As, as a pothead who's smoked for a long time, it's all obvious to us, but to some people it's really not. So, you know, I've, I've thought about doing some really like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, I don't know, simple videos, like basically like literally how to break down your weed and smoke it. Cause I remember when I first bought weed, I didn't know, like, I didn't understand the whole breaking it up. Like, why are we breaking it up? What are we taking out of it? Like that was back when there was seeds and shit, but you know, (laughs) there's, there's a lot of nuance in weed that you might not even realize you have knowledge (laughs) seriously though i mean it's it's very interesting something is you know we say as simple as rolling a joint look i can't even still roll a joint with my actual fingers i have to use one of these like machines machines because i'm such a child um but (laughs) i say that jokingly but like my brother for example he just started smoking and i'm like having to teach him how to use all these different tools like oh you got to you got to grab a, you know, a crutch for it. You got to grab a, a pre-rolled tip for that, you know, and then you got to yep. grab your papers and like all these different things that, like you say, is just under the belt for us that he's just like has no concept of, you know what I mean? Yep. So, no, I think that's a great idea making just like simple ideas, like just how to to use the pot that you might have bought like whatever product you may have bought yeah right? i've thought about like jumping into the short stuff because youtube loves that so much and just doing like shorts on that type of stuff and i wouldn't feel so bad about i just feel shorts are stupid but yeah i <laughs> i agree i agree it's like the whole idea of i mean as you know like we were to, when we were talking about doing the show, like this, the show is long format conversation. So it's really hard to con- condense that into like a reel. You know what yeah. I mean? Occasionally I try to, but it's still just somebody takes something out of context or, or whatever else. And, you know, it's hard to capture the nuance of a hour long conversation or whatever it may be right. in, in a clip. And I can imagine the same can be said about anything, you know, reviewing a product or even just like, doing simple things like we were just talking about. So um, I want to get back to something you brought up, but just to stay on like the chronological timeline we were on. Um, So you got started. um, Well, you had your first weed experience. Did you really talk about like, Oh, I haven't even talked about that. I was going to say, you haven't even really gotten to the, no, I didn't know you asked me that, but yeah, we'll get into the first weed experience. Uh, first oh, sorry. Off, we definitely have to talk about that. What I meant to say was your first weed experience in Illinois. You described oh, going okay. to the store and kind of like not being, and then you you described your motivations for starting the show. You're like, hey, if I'm a veteran and I have trouble traversing these waters, but I was going to ask you, yeah, what was like posting your f- first video like? Like, what do you remember your first video? You know, stuff like that. And from uh, there, how it went. Honestly... I was surprised how quickly like the videos kind of took off. Um, I, I can remember like being excited about getting 69 subscribers, which I think was like (laughs) a month in. Um, And then after that, it just kind of snowballed pretty quickly. I was very surprised at like the amount of views that it got. Like I didn't expect 
um to like get that organically i thought it was just gonna be like a dead channel to be honest with you um i really didn't expect to get like any sort of i don't know momentum behind it and then it just kind of started building upon itself i guess yeah but nice yeah it's been i don't know it's been a while now since i started so it's hard to say what my feelings were on that first video but um you know, it was super exciting, like when I got to a thousand subscribers and I was like completely mind blown when I got to like the the 10,000 watch hours or whatever. So I never really thought I was going to get there. And then they monetized my channel, which I was like so completely surprised upon. Um, but I never made a dime in case anybody's curious there <laughs> because they automatically just uh, age restrict all my videos anyway. Like anything I post is just age restricted instantly i even like posted some cooking videos age restricted instantly i try to not smoke in my videos so they seem like more educational i get a lot of questions yeah. about that i think there's like conspiracy theory out there that i don't even smoke <laughs> nobody ever sees me do it on on video um but uh we'll prove that today yeah i'll try it. that's why i got the bong out for this today because i have so many people who are like why don't you smoke in your videos but like <laughs> i want it to be more seen as an educational type video yeah. and not like there's a million of those fucking channels where it's just some dude sitting in his car taking huge ass rips which i right. mean it's if you want to watch that content that's fine it's just not the type of content that i'm gonna watch at least not for very long mm-hmm. <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah well that's cool to hear like how you got started and you know how it was driven from your first experience yeah let's turn back the clock a little bit more as we spark up (laughs) tell me about your first time getting high that's always a fun uh a really fun story and i i saw you get really excited when i said that so i have a feeling that there's probably a good story behind it (laughs) yeah pretty decent story behind this one um so surprising to a lot of people i was I guess not surprising, maybe, if you watched a lot of my videos. I was a huge nerd growing up. Probably still get that vibe from me. But uh, <coughs> I never imagined really smoking weed as a teenager or anything like that. I, like most people, thought that potheads were dumb. A lot of the potheads that I interacted with were, you know, stupid. And, I, you know, I was a nerd that was going to the library playing RuneScape. And, you know, I worked at Subway. And that was pretty much it. Um, <laughs> then I got into college and like my older brother had always smoked weed and I had always kind of had like a general curiosity about it, but I'm, I'm way younger. Uh, my oldest brother's eight and a half years younger, older than me. And then my other brother's six and a half. He's the one that was the huge pothead. But, uh, I remember just, it was like, <laughs> I think as sophomore year of college. Yeah, I, I believe so. Second year of college, like the beginning semester, um, my neighbor who was still in high school at the time, like four years younger than me, he is. So I don't know what year he was in high school then like a junior or whatever that works out to be. I don't know. Sophomore or junior in high school. He was like, Hey, I got, (laughs) I got some weed. If you want to, well, actually rewind back a little bit about a week before this. I don't know. I was, like I said, I was just like curious about weed and like, I was going through my brother's stuff, like just bored one day. And I found like this tin that was filled with, I guess looking back on it, it was probably just stems that were left over from something. But like, I thought it was, you know, weed. I opened it up. It was just a bunch of like plant material for lack of a better word. I I can't really remember what it was, but it's basically probably just stems. 
And like I, I think I found like his one hitter or something. And like I, I think I packed up like some stems or something into it and tried to smoke it. And then I was like, I didn't, I didn't feel anything, obviously. So I was like, well, what's this all about? I don't know. And I, I kind of stored that in the back of my mind and thinking about it. And then, like I said, my friend, my neighbor, that was my friend, he called me up and was like, Hey, do you want to get high? And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So he brought over uh, some actual weed and like a one hitter, I think in like a dugout. And uh, we took a one hitter in my bathroom and hit it. And I had worked at Subway at the time and like we hit it and I was like, whoa, I've like instantly loved it. Instantly loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, a lot of people say like they don't get high for the first time. I absolutely loved it. I was just loving it, man. Like that's the only way I can describe it. I don't know. Like I wasn't like, I don't remember being like super laughy. I just remember being like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Shit's off. I feel fucking awesome. And then my friend left and like, I worked at Subway at the time. I had some Subway cookies. So I started eating those chocolate chip cookies and I was like, dude, these cookies taste so good right now. And I was like, this is so awesome. It's so incredible. Like I was, it was like an earth shattering experience for me. And I remember, uh, uh, messaging the girl I was talking to at the time and being like we gotta do this together because she had never smoked either and I was like all super excited about to share this with with her and like other people and then you know to get back to like the stigma and stuff like that like the next week I go over to my friends uh to go over and get invited to a party at my friend's house it might have been a couple of weeks later. I don't know if I had been smoking a while at this point or not. But I remember being like, hey, you guys want to smoke some weed? And they're like, you smoke weed? What? <laughs> and like, that was the first time I was like, oh, fuck. Like, people like people aren't cool with this. Like, I thought I thought it was cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know. That was the first time I got like stigmatized towards it. So, but I don't know. That's just a little bit of how it was for me. And then I kind of... I don't know, became more of a recluse with my my use. Yeah. I wasn't as open with it uh, from then on. And like none of, I don't know, it just kind of happened this way, but I never really made friends with a lot of potheads. So I was just always the dude who was leaving the party to go smoke pot. And like, I always felt a little bit of an outcast like like that, because I don't know, I just none of my friends have ever smoked which is very weird when I tell people that, that I'm like the smoker guy. And like, I don't really, I don't know, hang out with a bunch of smokers. Yeah. <laughs> but recently I've been hanging out with some people who smoke and it's kind of cool when you're like, not the only person that smokes. So. Right. Uh, right. We'll see what the future holds for me, but. <laughs> did, did, uh, during that time in your youth, like when you, as you say, kind of became a recluse, like a recluse with your use, did you ever try to, or was it too taboo? Like, did you try to talk to people about why they felt the way they did? I'm just curious because because I did I grew up in those times, but but I was on the tail end, you know, like so. Not really. I'm like a person who's like, you can do your thing, and I'm gonna sure. do my thing. As long as you don't judge me on my thing, then you can yeah. do whatever you want to do. So that's kind of how I've always been, and I never. I never want to be the dude that forces shit upon other people. So I've never yeah. been like, dude, smoke this. I just, <laughs> right. just fucking sit there ripping my bong. And if like, I just be like, I feel like if you're going to, if you're going to decide you want to smoke, then you'll just be like, Hey, can I hit that or whatever? Yeah. I'm never, 
like I'll ask you one time if you want to smoke weed with me. And if you say no, then I know that you're not a pothead because I would literally never say no to weed. <laughs> right. And then after that, I pretty much never offer to anybody that I'm around. And if you see me smoking I, and you want to smoke with me, I probably will smoke with you. But you got to ask me. I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, I always like to ask this. And I think I even asked last time I had Canabev on. We talked about this. Have you ever had like any close calls either with law enforcement or your parents or like school or like, I don't know, just getting caught smoking weed, you know? One of my favorite stories, I was, I had just, I had uh, just uh, recently had a falling out with that girl that I was talking about in my first, first thing, like first crush, I was destroyed, uh, you know, got fucked over by her, but who cares about all that? But anyways, uh, I was like super depressed. You know, I remember it was my birthday, like I don't know, like eight years ago or something. Not long, longer than that. Fucking like fifteen years ago. I don't know, whatever. Um, but it was a long time ago. I still lived at home, and I remember I was. Uh, it must not have been my birthday because it was summertime. So I, for some reason, I wanted to say it on my birthday. Whatever. Details getting fuzzier, but uh, it was it was actually a summer day, and I remember I was hitting. I used to. I lived in a basement. But I had one of those windows, like it was right above my bed, like on the side of my bed, I could like stand up and open this window and you could get a full body out of this window. You could right. easily, I used to sell weed out of this window. My mom jokes about that. She's like, oh, it's just weed window. <laughs> Apparently she used to know that I did that and never said anything about it. Cause that's, that's how my funny. mom is. But anyways, uh, so I had taken a ball, I took a big ass bong rip and I'm like exhaling it out my window. And my mom walks in the room as I'm doing that. And she's like, what are you doing? Like, oh, I, don't, I don't know. And I just kind of just didn't answer. And then I was, uh, I was prepping myself to go mow the lawn actually. And she, and I go to walk out to the garage. She just went back upstairs and I go to walk out the garage. She's like, what do you need weed to do chores now? And I'm like, yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then uh, with the <laughs> cops, uh, with the cops, I actually got pulled over the day they legalized weed. Like not, not like the, when it became law, but when they passed the bill, <laughs> whatever Whenever that day was, it was sometime in... They got your ass. Yeah, it was sometime <laughs> in like July or August, but I was on my way home from the casino. Uh, I just lost some money on the craps table. I was in a shit mood, and I'm driving home. And, uh, you know, I was going the speed limit, driving fine. I had just smoked a little bit of weed, allegedly, because that's illegal. So Allegedly, I had smoked uh, a little bit of weed out of my chillum. I don't have my chillum. I wish I did, that's a kind of a talking point. I've had the same chillum since I was 22. <laughs> but anyway, um, I was smoking out of my chillum, allegedly, and uh, I finished up a bowl. And then I was driving. I was about seven miles away from home on the highway, just straight ass shot. Um, all of a sudden, cherries and berries behind me. I'm like, fuck, ain't a what the fuck did I do? I, don't, I didn't do anything. I'm not speedy. Like, why the fuck are these guys pulling me over? So I pull over and <laughs> literally instantly as soon as this guy gets up to my car he's like whoa i smell weed <laughs> he's like have you have you uh do you guys have you have any weed in the car or have you maybe smoked some weed tonight and i was just like i just took that up to you i was like yeah i smoked weed uh, way earlier <laughs> and i was like and i was uh 
I guess at that time they didn't really care about the the DUI part of it allegedly or whatever. I don't know, but he didn't seem worried about it that I had already smoked it. He just wanted to know if I had any. So, um, you know, he's like, well, since your car smells, it gives me right to search. You mind if I search? And I was like, well, I already smoked all my weed. So I was like, go for it, dude. Um, so yeah, he, they ripped apart my entire car and, uh, I do go to the gym occasionally. Um, so I had like a, a Tupperware full of chalk in there and like this dude was smiling ear to ear. He comes running up to me with that fucking Tupperware full of chalk. And he's like, what's this? I'm like chalk. <laughs> like, yeah, I got my Tupperware full of cocaine. Right. Right. In got my me. car, bro. <laughs> 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 but, but they ended up ripping apart my whole car. Never found anything. And I'll tell you this. I didn't tell you where I hid my chillum, but. Pro tip, best spot to hide your pipe if you need to, allegedly, is you can take your, you know, the parking brake has like a little slit in it. You just shove your shit in there. It'll fall down like in my car, it fell down all the way between like my gear shifter thing and I had to take apart my plastic thing, but they will never find it in there. Never find it. You won't find it either until you take apart your car. I was going to say most people would never find it again either. (laughs) But that is a great spot. Uh, in an emergency, if you need to stash something, just shove it in your parking brake there, and it doesn't really look suspicious. You can just be like, Whoosh, and it's gone. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Damn, dude, the freaking day they signed it into law. So you probably had? Did you have that in the back of your mind too? Yeah, like, I was yeah, talking. Yeah. To the- because it was two officers, so I was talking to the one guy. I'm like, I can't believe this is happening on the day they legalized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's That's like, yeah, funny. but it's not in whatever you know yeah that's crazy well uh i was trying to do some of my research today and i did i i went to an illinois dispensary and i bought some weed and i was surprised to see that prices are getting down i saw like ounces uh for 150 dollars for several brands that were different companies sometimes that'll throw people off you know because the brands they're, they're the same company but these were brands from different companies so it's not just one brand you know that's dipping low um it's interesting because you know one of the main complaints i always had about illinois besides the lack of choice and that still is a uh a real thing i mean there's just not a lot of companies that are that are active here in illinois okay Okay. yeah yeah there's there's not a lot um but but it seems that the price issue is it's being addressed. seems like the prices are coming down. For sure. I, I was super surprised to see it. Um, I, I really was enjoying that. The ounces around here have disappeared, unfortunately. During the summer, I was getting those Simply Herb ounces. Like Collinsville had a deal was like spend 240 get 60 off. So mm-hmm. I'd do that and I'd like stack it with like the $130 ounce. So I was getting like an ounce I think I got an ounce and a quarter for like 145 one time or something. So that's pretty great dispensary prices in my opinion. I'm I'm one of those people that's like I, I don't know. I I get annoyed with these people that act like the dispensary weed is super bad. Like I never think that it's that bad and I don't know where these people were getting their weed from before. Like I guess if you have like some like old hippie guy that really grows some fucking gas then it's fucking awesome. But like in my experience in the streets you know it's hit and miss sometimes you're gonna get some good shit and sometimes you're not and like 
you know, the dispensary is similar, but I've never gotten anything except for maybe, you know, less than five times, maybe that's like just totally unacceptable, just trash. Like, like you can get from like, just your dude. Um, I know a lot of people will be like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? But that's honestly how I feel. I feel like the dispensary quality is is pretty good for the price, especially the price we're currently paying. When we were paying 65 for every eighth, that was pissing me off. Yeah. But um now that you're paying like I was I just bought two Arise Ace for $25. I don't even know if they were on sale. I don't even think they were. It was just the price that they were. I think they were you know, on sale, but I mean, it was just like an ongoing sale. So, I mean, $25 an eighth is, is stupid good. Like I said, I was paying 10. I don't know what you, people pay on the black market now because I, since the channel, I haven't ever done that. <laughs> Bought any black market bud in like four years. So I don't know really what the prices are at or what you can get stuff for. But like when I was mm-hmm. paying 10 grams for a hundred, you know, I don't feel like I feel like the the dispensary is pretty competitive and at the same time you're you know you're you are supporting the legal side I know a lot of people like to you know be like yeah we're supporting the MSOs and all that other bullshit that comes with it but if you want legal weed I think you should try to support it at least a little bit you don't have to buy all your bud from the dispensary but I think you should probably go to the dispensary sometimes they do you know employ a lot of people they could employ more people i think and they could pay the people a lot better but that's true of like every industry and especially as time marches on it just seems like shit sucks more and more and you have less and less benefits for employees and stuff like that but i i think overall like i said i i I try to to support the legal market and honestly i i feel pretty good about supporting the legal market yeah um so the Uh, the weed thing that like i i just noticed yeah typically weed from any dispensary even from michigan sometimes like because people will say that michigan is so much better and and i'm one of those people because i truly believe that the ability to have more choices is better for the consumer and it's you know better more choices for for lower prices it's like win-win um but i will say that just like just from a dispensary in general, even from Colorado and and California, just like my general experience is that weed is just drier and it's it has to do with the testing standards, you know, like especially in a market like Illinois where it is a consumer packaged good, like it would be like putting lettuce in a, you know, a jar, just like we're doing with weed and, and it would, it would get moldy. Like there's a really high chance of it becoming moldy. So we've got these really strict te- uh, testing standards and companies have come on this, this show or actually, no, I guess it would be the Chillinois podcast, like new era and other companies have come on and talked about the fact that they're like, sorry, we can't, they literally, I think new era literally said like, we can't grow the weed we want it or sell the weed we want it because of the testing standards. Ooh. Like, in other words, like if you've ever had like some really good homegrown, that's where I get where people are coming from, where they're like, because you're absolutely right. Uh, the My experience with like before legalization with like having a guy was not only having to deal with having a guy, which is like 
when am I going to get my weed? You know, yeah. like, is it going to be in an hour or is it going to be like next week? That like, who knows? <laughs> that shit pissed me off. Um, but then also like, yeah, like I, I actually generally had decent luck where like, and I've talked to many people that did not have the same experience. So consider it anecdotal, but like my guy would have options so I could at least look at things and be like, yeah, I want that. And I want that. And I do not want that, you know, like kind of get a mixture type deal. But again, anecdotal. So I know that everybody didn't have that experience, but my point being that if you've had access to some quality, it doesn't even have to be homegrown, but it just typically seems to be like some guy that really just cares about his crop. If you've ever had access to that and then you try some dispensary bud and it just happens to be, because I've had some fresh batches from the dispensary, Illinois dispensaries. It just seems like it's so hard, and I kind of feel like an asshole when I'm purchasing it because I'm the guy that I pick, <laughs> I pick out a few options, and I'm like, all right, give me the harvest dates on each of those, and I try to find the freshest one. But even that, like, that's not always surefire. The, like a few <coughs> months ago, I tried that, and I got one, and the <coughs> the label – or sorry, the seal just so happened to be punctured. So the fucking batch, while it was fresher, it was dry as fuck because – I'm attributing it to the seal being open because I would, I would hope that, you know, yeah, they would have probably. stored it properly, right? So, anyways, that that's like I get where people are coming from with the the idea that like legal legal weed like just seems dismal. I mean, even companies themselves have come on the show and said like, look, we'd love to sell it fresher, but the the regulations in Illinois at least don't let us. You know, like deli style would be optimal because then it would be more like produce. Cause like, I don't know about you, but when I go and buy any produce, like you can get canned green beans. Sure. I mean, we all get canned green beans sometimes, but if you're going to get like green beans or grapes, like you have that opportunity to like inspect it. I feel it. I pop a grape in my mouth, try it, you know, <clears throat> I relate that to, to flower. Like I smell it. I look at it, you know, some of the metrics that you grade your kind of like the looks of it. Um, and the fact that Illinois cut that out, as you mentioned earlier, uh, the fact that they cut that out of the shopping experience just makes for, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to sit here and say that like the Illinois dispensary is perfect or be like a spokesman for the Illinois dispensary. Yeah. 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 I, don't, I, don't I was come just trying to way. say, I was just like... trying to give like the positive <laughs> side of the dispensary along with, you know, I did say the negatives as well. Uh, I just think, you know, <laughs> just price wise. I think they're getting more competitive. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, if if you like, I said, if you got some dude who's giving you just because you know what these people who grow and then they end up with just a fuckload and they don't have anything to do with it. And they're just like, you can have a pound for fucking <laughs> five hundred <laughs> <Yeah>. bucks. <laughs> there you go, or whatever you know. But yeah. yeah, you're probably going to be awesome, but you're going to have it fucking great. You just got to realize that like most people don't have that type of option. Very well said. I guess what I was just trying to say, and it's like I even just talked to Charlie uh, Bactel about this, uh, the CEO of Cresco Labs, like a feature they these companies view as a feature of Illinois is the fact that it is CPG. They call it Cannabis Generation 2.0. And I'm just trying to say that that model in and of itself, I think you could attribute to a lot of like the anger that people have about the shopping experience. Because yeah. when you spend however much you spend, like you say, the prices are getting much better. But even even then, when you spend whatever you spend, 
and then you know most people don't have a medical card so there's like a, a tax on it you can see why people get like upset you know because it, it feels like card, people and that's why <laughs> absolutely well and that's why again content creators are so content creators like yourself are so important because it makes you are facilitating the shitty shopping experience that we are offered. Yeah, I, don't, I guess people are like, that's that's his play. He wants them to keep it sealed. So <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> that would be like some conspiracy level shit. Uh, but but no, I, that's why I like I like people that are reviewing weed in Illinois right now, because whenever I have to go and buy it, you know, like it's nice to be able to take what I feel is like less of a dive and you guys because and because you can't inspect it the best way to do it is to go to somebody that you trust you know to review it yeah and I like being that and to get back to the conspiracies a lot of people like are always like you're working with such and such I work with nobody I get paid <laughs> by nobody except for my patreon people that's it that's the only people that I'm a slave to my patreon people that's it there's no company that's even asked to work with me. I've asked to, back in the early days, I used to reach out to the companies and be like, hey, can I get a picture of your buds since I can't take a proper picture right. with my shitty phone? They'd be like, no, you can't do anything. And I'm like, what the fuck? The only, <laughs> the only brand that was ever cool at all was Revolution. They were like, fuck off, but here's a care package. And they sent me like a t-shirt shit. So cool on them for that. But like every company is like, no, we don't want to let you use anything. And I'm like, I just want to use a photo of your butt. Literally the stock photo that you have on your website. No, can't use it. Got to take your own. It's like, all right, I'll take it with my fucking shitty phone and it won't look as good. And then your buds won't look as good and whatever. That'll be your problem. And to get back to the, the pricing shit, uh, fuck that organics company for putting out $80 eights. Had to get that in. <laughs> Oh, Oregonics, I think is the company. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I was excited to see a new company like Canabev, like hyped them up to me. It was like, oh, they, they might want to work with you or whatever. I don't even care. They're, they're going to hear this and be like, fuck that guy. But fuck them. $80 an eighth, it should be criminal. I saw that somebody posted that. I don't know where that was. But it was, it was $75 menu price. And then plus taxes. That's almost $100 for a fucking eighth bag of weed. After, yeah. if you're recreational i mean that is absolutely retarded for like and i'm sorry for the r word no, there, but it's, it's warranted it's warranted it's ridiculous you should never be charging over 65 and eighth ever ever period dot and i don't even think you should be charging 65 and eighth if we want to rant about prices but <laughs> well and that's exactly that's another part of what i hate about this this system is that governor pritzker himself has I mean he just did it at, at Benzinga, but I was gonna look up his Ivy Hall speech because I've always got this at the right timestamp because I use this clip all the time. Um, he uh, he basically describes how we have limited the number of participants in the cannabis market so that prices stay high so that people don't get priced out, and it's like what you're talking about is a feature of Illinois cannabis, not a flaw. <laughs> you know, so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's what I'll say about you, your comment about supporting the legal market. That's the that's the reason it has a sour taste in my mouth. I just told you, though, I went to the dispensary the other day and I'm honest with you and that I go to it all the time. I just tell people it's like it's like Coca-Cola. I love I love Coca-Cola. You can ask anybody that I know. They will testify to that fact that I'm a Coke head in that context. <laughs> um, so. 
but I feel awful about supporting that company only knowing that Coca-Cola is like uh, one of the number one polluters, you know, polluting brands or whatever. And it's obviously apples to oranges. But one of the things that I've challenged many cannabis companies on is like supporting more decriminalization. You know, there are still many different ways in which you can get in trouble uh, in Illinois for cannabis. And it just seems like you can't get any energy from it. And that's like, like if I, I've been telling people, like if I, if somebody would just rise to that, I would be like a loyal supporter. You know what I mean? We, actually, even just since we are throwing around names, was it Ivy Hall or was it Green Rose? I don't know. One of them, they, they purchased a, a bloodhound for a uh, police department, which is cool. Bloodhounds are not used for finding drugs. They're fine. They're used for uh, finding people. Okay. Um, Okay, I wonder what the significance of that was because I saw a bunch of people posting about that, and I was like, I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> I, so I, I get it. <laughs> I posted about it, and uh, this is their yeah. post. It's kind of small, but I just wanted to show it, like for the record. Um, and you know, uh, Ivy Hall liked one of the comments that that I made on their Instagram, so I asked them if they'd be willing to come on, and I told them exactly what I'm telling you right now, which is just like if one of these companies. Like I'm not criticizing them and I never really have criticized them for I just pointed it out that they did that. Um, I just feel like one of the best ways to support law enforcement and our communities is by supporting more more efforts to decriminalize cannabis, right? Give them the capacity to focus on things that that actually matter. And it just seems like every time I issue that challenge to any um, cannabis company, in the state of Illinois, it's either met with crickets or it's met with, in the specific context of home grow, it's always met with, how does that affect my market? And it's like, it's always just saddening, you know what I mean? So that's where, if I, that's the only thing, everything else I agreed with you with, uh, though, I just feel like that's where some, I, at least I am very outspoken about like, I feel bad sometimes when I participate in the legal market. And it's only for those reasons. Other than that, I fucking love that right now I could place an order. Like it's it's unreal how <laughs> for granted we take this. You and I both could place an order on our phone and within an hour we would have whatever we want. And, and like generally speaking, you know, yeah. flour, a beverage, a dab pen, things you couldn't dream of just yeah. a few years ago. That's that is very awesome. true. Like the drinks and all that type of stuff is very, very cool. And you would like yeah, stuff you can't even imagine that they're, they're coming out with. The topical stuff is is really cool that that stuff's available. And I it wish that's yeah, I don't know if you've I ever wish, tried it, but it works. Speaking of prices, I wish that type of stuff was more affordable because that stuff is kind of ridiculously priced. I feel like they just like spin a wheel and they're like, Woo! You just made me out a light bulb. I never really thought about that. So I've always made the point. Bear with me here. I'll try to be short about this. In Illinois, we have like all day. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I've been long winded about these different points. But like the uh, in Illinois, typically speaking, we have like sin taxes. So like soda, for example, bringing back Coca-Cola, we it's like taxed a little bit more. Do we have and a soda tax? I believe so. I remember hearing about it as a as a child, and uh, I, I'm gonna Google it just for the sake of it. Um, but so I know they got tax. that like New York. I've always bitched about stuff like that. I don't think we got that here. We definitely got Sig tax and 
Yeah. Um, is there a tax on alcohol? I don't know. Oh, it's it looks like in. Chicago. There is a three oh, percent. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know exactly. Now. Oh, it looks like six. I get my soda tax free, baby. It may. It may have actually ended. It says Cook on February twenty fourth. Cook County's short lived soda tax. So maybe maybe it is no longer a thing. Um, I but, know that's a thing in New York. <laughs> right. But just using the idea of syntaxes, you said we do it with cigarettes. So typically the way that, yeah, the taxes work, it's like you put it on something that's seen as more harmful to dissuade use. And in that spirit, it's interesting how we have taxed cannabis products because like flour or products that are less than 30% are taxed at a lower rate when concentrate anything over 30% or infused products like you were just saying, which includes those topicals are taxed at a higher rate. You'd think that because they are healthier products, because you might be applying it, you'd think that they would like fall into a lower tax bracket, judging on how we tax other things. Maybe I'm just hot right now. I've never, no, I've never really thought of it that way, but that's, that's a decent point that you're bringing up. It doesn't make any sense. The whole, (laughs) yeah, taxing by thc percentage i feel like they just screw the people who really like vapes but thankfully i'm not one of those people i always get those comments on my page as well to address that the vapes judging vapes i feel like every vape is like the same experience yes that's that's just how i feel so i I don't know how to judge them they taste different depending upon like if they added like a flavoring agent a lot of times what they do i don't I, i think that's how it works but i don't know i've never like I was super excited about vapes. I'm like, oh, I can hit a vape and be like super stoned and it's super discreet. But every time I get one, I just I don't know, I don't really feel that much from it. I will say I had the the Wiz Khalifa pen on my bachelor party in Vegas back in 2018. And that thing got me high. Uh so I don't know. Some of them they always say like it has the, you know, it has the full terps or whatever. Right, right, full spectrum or whatever. So I I don't know. I guess you could judge judge there but i think if you pay more you get a general better experience with a vape that's that's gen- my general experience but the high is always kind of i don't know it's just not as good there's no like warmth to the high i feel like that's why i almost always smoke flour i usually don't even mess with concentrate uh every once in a while i'll buy a concentrate i haven't in a long time no now but yeah. uh i'm just basically strictly just flour I don't really mess with edibles either because I'm I, I just don't really do much for me. Like the only time I really get smashed from edibles is from RSO. Is when oh, I just fuck eat, yeah, like, dude. I'll just do a 500 milligram syringe and eat the whole thing at once. Mm-hmm. And that that'll get me pretty high for like all day. Yeah. But like I can still smoke like afterwards. And people will be like, oh, "You ate 370 milligrams of THC," and then I feel like <laughs> an addict or something. So I just don't fuck with it. But I remember I made that one video where I put 500 milligrams on that donut. <laughs> I was like, "How to make a really strong edible?" And like that's all the comments on that video where like people will be like, "You're insane, dude." <laughs> but like I don't know for me or like, a genius. Yeah, that's just like a standard dose. Like, I feel like I could eat two of those and then yeah, I would dude. be like really fucked up. But just one of them, I was just like, I don't know. I felt like I didn't need to get high until like 4 p.m. that day. And, I was, <laughs> and then, then I was sitting there smoking my bong. And I'm like, God damn, dude. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. 
Yeah. Um, one of the points I wanted to bring back up that you've brought, brought up that I thought was hilarious. Before I get to that, actually, you brought up another potential conspiracy theory. Just I want to keep that thread going. <laughs> if I'm sure somebody could pull the strings and make a conspiracy theory that. Oh, there you go. There you go. Somebody could pull the strings and make the conspiracy theory that uh, that the reason products are taxed you know above 30 percent or whatever it is is yeah it's like the state working with the companies like ah like <laughs> you know what i mean to yeah. try to get more tax money i'm just i'm, I'm surprised none of these companies have any reviewers like i thought like i would be approached pretty quickly on that and that that's never happened for me i don't know i saw kushno ketchup did some did some event with the dispensary and that's fucking awesome if any Dude. dispensary ever yeah. wanted to work with me I would be I would be down to hang out and give okay. out free shit for myself to to uh, people, but uh, yeah. I don't know. I I really anticipated these at least like the companies having some sort of presence on social media. They don't seem to have. Um, I anticipated maybe the dispensaries having something like that that they don't seem to have. But I don't know if they just bank on people just finding that themselves. But like you just do the work for us anyway, so why would we want to work with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I did score some free weed one time, and that was the goal when I started. One of the goals when I started this channel was to get free product. So shout out to Legacy; they did work with me and sent me some free product one time, and that was awesome. And it was actually good stuff. And to clear that up, I didn't like give them a better review because of that. I do think of them as a cooler company because of that, but. I don't really find myself buying their weed very often because it's always like 65 and eighth and it's never on sale down here. I'm not sure why, but the one eighth that I did have from them was good and shout out to them for uh, reaching out to me. Like I think it's been like a year ago now, but and working yeah. with me, that was pretty cool. If people were, and I know that again, this is January 16th, 2024 and times can change. Um, but generally speaking, like I can feel, I can name off a few names, and if you want me to lead, I can. But I wanted to throw it your way. Uh, generally speaking, if people were going to look at purchasing cannabis in Illinois, what are some trusty brands you feel you can go with? And again, oh. I can lead if if you want, like just my anecdotal opinions. No, no, I'll I'll go. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, I, you know, if you've looked at the forums and research stuff like that revolution is always at the top of the list that's they're, what i was going to lead with <laughs> yeah they're solid um i they're hard to find though because their reputation's so good i think like even like normies know about revolution i feel like because i can never hardly ever find their stuff down here um i've had i don't really want to i'm not going to give cookies the shout out yet the 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 cookies flower that i've had now that it's I guess it's revolution. Which I was anyway. going to say. So I guess it's the same yeah. shit. But, yeah. but it's been pretty good. Uh, yeah, I guess I was thinking back when Ozone grew and it wasn't as good. But I've only had a couple of their stuff. I just finished up the Pac-Man. I've been lazy and not reviewed it yet. But it, it this stuff hit like a truck. Uh, it was it was really good. And super like florally, like super, you know, had a lot of terps going on. Um, other brand... I. I, Cresco was super, super good for a while. I haven't this year. I've been almost buying exclusively the Arise Days Off uh, 
popcorns because you can get them here forty dollars for the seven gram container. Oh wow! Which I mean, that's just hard to beat. So I find my said so I was buying those ounces during the summer um, from Simply Herb, and those were good for the value. Um, and then I switched over to those days off quarters, and they're I wouldn't say that they're like the greatest, but they're not bad. They're good. They're a good daily driver. It's that Arise experience is a little different with the aeroponic weed. It's just, I don't know. It's always looks really good and never really has much of a smell to it with Arise normally. Occasionally you'll get some real good stuff in their eighths, but the day's off. That's been my daily driver lately. Um, so what is a And then crops. Lost my train of thought. Obviously, crops. I've been hyping the shit out of crops lately on my channel. Like people are gonna start thinking I'm working with them, but their shit has been fire lately. Um, if you're looking for good stuff, and then uh, people have been hyping up this botanist lately as well. And I picked up this Big Chills number four, and it delivers on that name, Big Chills. This stuff has been making me nap pretty hard. Big so Chills. That's the that's the quick preview of the Big Chills review. But I think right now, like I said, crops is really awesome for the price. Usually they're less than $40 an eighth down here. It's like usually 30 or 35. Uh, this is all med side pricing. Uh, so if you're wreck, I don't know what to tell you. I don't look at that menu. Um, get your medical card. That's what I'll tell you. Uh, to, and then uh, I won't get it. I guess I won't get into that. Um, and then I'm just looking at my desk going through these brands. I did have some, uh, this is some Missouri weed, Vivid. Nice. Not that good. Do you, okay, cool. You're able to shop in Missouri. I've not been able to yet. That's, yeah, that's I live cool. right in, I live right near St. Louis, so I can Sweet. go right across the river and get some. I haven't even been been over there to experience it over there yet, unfortunately, but uh -huh. I, my brother got me an eighth for Christmas, and then oh, he cool. got me an eighth one other time, and, you know, just hanging out with him, he'll have some uh flower from over there here and there it used to be real cheap over there when they first legalized they had like 20 dollar eighths like right. all the time but now he said that they're like harder and harder to find he has to go to like a specific shop to find a 25 dollar ace now over in missouri uh -oh. so not sure what the the deal is with the pricing over there I'm trying to look through the rest of the brands here to see if i can think of anything not really it's like I said, this year I've been like just shopping mostly for value. I like I'll buy I those days off, I'll buy two of those days off uh quads and then like two uh eighths to review. So that's been my recipe at the dispensary this year. But I'm not oh, as yeah. up on the brands this year as I normally am because I hadn't, you know, got into as many eighths as I normally do. <laughs> I've been trying to scale back on the dispensary spending. <laughs> yeah. If uh, my audience wanted to support you besides subscribing to you on YouTube and following you on social media, um, what would be the best way to do that? Uh, Patreon, 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 Patreon. Uh, I have three tiers on there, five, a 10, and a $50 tier if there's some vagabond out there that really likes my channel and waiting for that to happen. Shout out to the 2A van man who's an absolute legend. I don't know if that dude's like this closet rich dude or if he like owns a just owns like a smoke shop or what, but he sent me this bong that I use all the time. 
Nice. Uh, he sent me uh, Puffco. Whoa. Yeah, that I was cheap. I was That's totally, awesome. Yeah, I was totally shocked when he sent me a Puffco, and it like came with all the fucking accessories and like cool, the special dude. glass. Yeah, this is like the special glass I had on there. Apologies, it's a little dirty. Like I said, I haven't, I haven't dabbed in a long time. This water in here is disgusting, but <laughs> it needs to be changed. Um, so yeah, shout out to a van man. Shout out to Baker man. Shout out to Brian D, uh, Markeisha and Carrie, uh, all of my Patreon supporters. I know you off the top of my head. That's how much you mean to me. He loves you a lot to me. But that <laughs> does. It's it's shocking that people like the people will support me on there. Yeah. You really just. There's not a lot of content on there, which unfortunately is I'm advertising it. Like it doesn't actually have anything on there, but you do get a shout out at all of my videos. That's the main appeal. And then uh, you also do get to tell me to review a specific weed oh, and nice. I will actually review it. I get a lot of comments like, Hey, review this weed. And I'm like, well, I'll try to, you know, sure. but if you're one of my patrons, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to find it. I'm going to make it happen. Unless, of course, it's like some cookie strain that's never available in the sure. Southern Illinois area. But, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to make it happen. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, it's interesting that I heard about uh, just because it sounds like we're both Southern Illinoisans. Um, the reason that we have sometimes lower uh, uh, choice options is because the deliveries all have to happen in one day. So some companies have described like, so especially companies that are from like, like, so the reason you don't see a lot of those like revolution and stuff, it's like, uh, they got, they got to come all the way down here. You know what I mean? And by the time they come down here, they've served all the other populations, you know? And so like, we're just last pickings, like anything that they didn't want. Right. And then not only that though, there's like the other side of that. So there are some operators from Southern Illinois that like, they they have to like really plan out their day if they're going to get their stuff in dispensaries in Chicago because they got to make it back to the place in Southern Illinois by the end of the day. Like they can't be out past business time or something. Who is down here? Isn't because it's like is gone. That's now. what I was going to say. It's like ISO, but but I don't know who it is because it's like they're doing a partnership with New Era now. But they were the ones that came on my podcast and described. They're like, ah, oh, Cole, you know, it's easy for us to get stuff to these dispensaries down here. But if we like, we have to be very strategic about going to Chicago because like, you know, we're going to make a few stops over here. She's like, usually though, if we're, I feel like she was describing like, usually if we're going to Chicago, it's like a specific day and we're making it a straight trip to Chicago because they don't, because it takes so long. And I never thought about it because Illinois truly is a big state. So it takes so long. And I didn't even think about the fact that that could be a logistical like thing operators have to deal with. Yeah. But I just I, I'm I'm not saying that for with certainty that what we experience, which is less, it seems less pickings than what you see in Chicago, is yeah. that I'm hypothesizing that it might be based on what I heard from the new era thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah, wondering probably more just population demand type of thing. But I don't know. Probably. Probably right. down here in St. Louis, there's a lot of demand. Well, I guess yeah. there was way more prior to the Missouri. True, yeah, because people would just come across the bridge, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that affected uh, the Soje dispensary a lot. I think that's why they had to do those $40 days off quads, because that's like their thing they have on their billboard now. <laughs> it's like... Oh, okay, yeah. Interesting. So trying to compete with like the people across on the other side of the fence. Yeah, because if you go over the river and you're way back over to Illinois, Ascend has a billboard and Beyond Hello has a billboard. They're like right across from each other. It's an interesting but dynamic. I, 
in general, I find Beyond Hello is a little bit cheaper around here uh, in general. And then Ascend is is okay. They have a little bit more selection sometimes, but they're super picky on like their deals and stuff. I went there just the other day. I had, I have I have uh, over almost 2000 points there to use because you can never fucking use the points because <laughs> if you're if you're a medical card person, you get 10% off base and then they're like you can't stack your discounts. I'm like, mm. "What? I I didn't get a discount. It's always on there." Right. And then the one dude finally told me because I would get it sometimes. I could never figure it out. And then this last time, the guy was like, if you get ozone product, then we'll double stack the discounts. So uh, I have to go there and buy a bunch of ozone shit and use all my points. So interesting. that'll be a future uh, video on the channel. Well, I will say uh, one thing that I've always respected about you, and I've tried to do it even myself. Like I just said, I've had Cresco on the show, but I still haven't hesitated to say when warranted fuck cresco right <laughs> you know what i mean like I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm not just gonna throw it around but i appreciate you that that you throw that you like call people out uh and that you're an honest reviewer i remember one time you had this experience and i honestly almost reached out to you because you seemed really upset about it uh you went to the dispensary and they like fucked they fucked you over oh long story that, that pissed me off yeah that was it beyond hello but yeah. i'm still you there to this day so. yeah. <laughs> but yeah that was ridiculous but didn't was they the reach out thing. and at least try to remedy no no they fixed it that was oh, the okay. toughest thing i've ever experienced i i'd live an hour from there right so it was a, just a total pain in the ass but i drove yeah. all the way there uh, and it was like they had, I don't know what remember what the deal was. It was like 25% off online orders. That's what it was. It's 25% off online orders. So I get there, they bring out my order and they ring me up for it, and it rings up full price. And I'm like, it's supposed to be 25% off. And they were like, Oh, uh, it wasn't, it's you got here too soon. You got here before your order time, so it's not an online order. It's like you can you can sit in the lobby for half an hour and wait to your order time, but I'm like it's you have it's right here. We already we already did it. The order's ready. Like I got a text that the order was ready and I could pick it up as well. And, and then they're like, oh, I don't know, man. That's just what they told me. So then the manager lady came out. And I'm like, surely this is gonna be solved. And I'm like, hey, you know, <laughs> like here's the deal. 25 and then she told me the same thing and she's like i can't override it or whatever some bullshit and i'm like this is the stupidest thing i've ever heard and i just walked out of there yeah and then i recorded the angry truck guy rant video <laughs> oh you're muted oh i'm sorry thank you uh, i loved it though because it shows that you're not just gonna let people treat you like that you know what i mean oh yeah I'm, and I'm... other people they might be upset and they might be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But because they're the only show in town, they don't really have any repercussions. Like they yeah, chose funny, the wrong one. <laughs> funnily enough, uh, about a week later, I get a call from my wife's cousin. Um, he was the general manager of that place. 
And he calls me up and didn't even realize that he knew who I was. <laughs> and I was like, you know who I am, dude. And he was like, he got on like this big, long apology. He was like, they should have never done that to you, yada, yada, yada. I just let him talk. And then I was like, hey, you know who I am, dude, right? <laughs> He's like, oh, shit, I didn't even see your name. That's hilarious. <laughs> the funniest shit ever. But they did, they did give me, uh, I believe, uh, 50% off my next order. So that was appreciated, but it was still a stupid experience. But, you know, you'll experience that in retail from time to time with, you know, people that just don't realize what the rules are supposed to be. But that was just such a dumb thing. But they they got really strict on that at Beyond Hello for a little while. where They're like, you have to get here whenever your order time says, because I guess people were getting there like six hours before their order time and it wasn't ready. But like I always I live an hour away. So I put in my order and then I drive to the dispensary and I assume it's going to be ready in an hour. And usually I can set it for an hour from there. But that time, like usually if you go early in the morning, the early morning slots are never available. But if you go there early in the morning, there's nobody ever there anyway. So they have your order ready and they did have an order ready and it should have just been a normal transaction instead of being a big fucking long thing that I had to make two videos about. But whatever, I guess we got some content out of it. <laughs> You know, half the people see that video and only that video, and I regret that, but whatever. <laughs> hey, you know, got some content out of it. Well, um, I forgot to ask you. I feel like I forgot to ask you, or you told me and I forgot already. What are you smoking on tonight? White Wedding. Crops, a White Wedding. Um, got a seven grammer of this for $32 the other day. So that was pretty good. Uh, this stuff is... I describe it as social weed. So perfect for this podcast. When you're hanging out with other people, I find that it gets you nice and like laughy and talkative, ready to go. So like I said, perfect for this podcast, but I feel like on its own, it's like super, super mild. So it might be a little underwhelming for some people, but quick preview there. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I was holding myself back and now I can, I can, I can do it now. Uh, you decided it was a nice day for a white wedding, huh? <laughs> exactly <laughs> gonna go out on the billy idol yeah yeah hell yeah well i just want to say again you know folks uh we've got the links in the podcast description uh to cannabis critique on various social media platforms support your local creators uh you know hit them up on patreon um, but definitely you know also follow on social media and subscribe on youtube uh for the content and i guess you know, on our way out, dude. Um, any bases we didn't cover today or anything specifically you'd like to talk about? I mean, one of the things I did write down that I thought was hilarious that I didn't even think about the fact you deal with is like the nuance of your scoring system and how people will sometimes <laughs> like, it's hilarious that people will like, you you put this as a seven, but then you put this as a nine. What's the deal? <laughs> you know, oh yeah, it I never even thought about serious. that. Super serious of the comments sometimes. That I, you I, almost got to respect the fact that they do know that those numbers though too. They're obviously yeah. big enough into your scoring so They're like, well, they they like took note. They're like, hold or, on a second. Well, you're like. <laughs> Or the, you said the high wasn't that good, and then you scored it at eight point five. How could that be, or something like that? It's like I don't know. Sometimes I look at stuff from a a different perspective. Like a high is really subjective, and uh, you know, for me, I have a higher tolerance than most. We'll just say that much. So it's harder to 
gauge some weeds you know sometimes like i'll say a weed is weak but to you know the novice user it's not going to feel that way so that's yeah. why the high sometimes will be a little bit higher than rating than you might think yeah <laughs> um i ah well i guess i could leave leave on a cl cliffhanger about what my actual career is because that's why i'm able to ramble on for such a long time but Maybe that's what we'll leave it off at. We'll we'll just we'll just leave the cliffhangers. What does cannabis critique actually do? Some people have kind of figured it out in my comments like, on occasion, but I feel uh, like you're yeah, you gotta be in like and you don't gotta yay or nay it, but you gotta be in like radio or something like that, like some sort of communications. You never know. You never know. You never know where you could hear cannabis critique. That's awesome. Uh before we go, I meant to ask you this. Uh if it if it's okay, you're good on time, at least for a little oh, bit. Oh, I'm totally good on time. Cool. I thought you had to be somewhere. Oh like, no, no, you're rambling too long, but I can, I can no. go for it. Dude, there's no such thing, dude. I've ranted on this podcast for like three hours with a prostitute before, so like, you know, <laughs> I was surprised with some of that content because I hadn't, I honestly hadn't checked out a lot of the podcast uh, until very recently uh with the name change and stuff and then i uh was with my recent foray into instagram i find myself on there sometimes on my phone and you're just always live whenever i don't know i'm just fucking sitting around doing nothing so yeah. i'll jump onto your lives sometimes and that's how i've experienced a bunch of your podcasts but you've been cool some cool stuff on there so i was i was i was surprised that yeah you, know, you were live at that fucking brothel or whatever yes I still, I, yeah i stumbled upon that and i'm like what in the fuck <laughs> yeah like, that I was can't even imagine if i would find myself in that situation a year from now as a cannabis creator or something like that <laughs> <laughs> it's like what in the fuck how did the how how and that's how did the thing. that happen yeah tell me cole how did that happen oh <laughs> so yeah well that's the thing really quickly is but it's funny it like family and stuff i told them that and if people want to see the live stream that you're referring to, that that is available among the vast array of content I've produced on that subject at colememo.com slash sex. So that's how you can access all that content. It's like a but, live um, urban explore that's not abandoned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it's funny because that's the question like that I get is like, why did you go there? And it's like, well, I got invited. So it's like more of a question of how, like, because anybody can go to a brothel, right? They're open 24 hours, I learned. I but uh, yeah, I got invited by the brothel owner. She's like, come on, walk around. You can Is interview. Is she a listener of your podcast? Uh, I think you... her publicist maybe was. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, because I was interviewing just a lot of different, uh, not only people that were like legitimate workers, but managers and owners. And some of them were pretty high profile, you know, like, tv tv personalities in some ways so yeah it got pretty real um but yeah that's that's a, basically the long short of how it happened and um why did i even i didn't even mean to bring that up we were talking about um oh oh i was saying that yeah we can take all the time we want um i what i meant to ask you was before we started on that tangent um was i always try to ask creators do they have any um uh, advice for anybody that might be considering starting to produce content because it's not easy 
as you just no. said earlier, you got to deal with bullshit. Like, and I, I, we say bullshit jokingly. Sometimes it does feel like bullshit. It's like, come on, guys, when they use like scoring and shit against you, and it's like, guys, I'm making content for you. Don't make this seem like a combative thing. It's like, yeah, you know. some people are some people are fucking mean. You have to be ready for that too. But you don't have to deal with that a lot until you get really quite big. Yeah. Um, people, if you're a small creator, people are super positive. And that's one of the coolest things about it. Uh-huh. I had like very early on, I had like this one guy. God, I can't even remember his name now, which is terrible because he's disappeared from my channel now. I wonder what happened to him. But he used to comment on like every one of my videos as soon as they went up. And then he, he was like, you're the best reviewer ever. And this is when I had like 100 subscribers. And I'm like, this dude's awesome. He thinks I'm the best. <laughs> like i'm a fucking nobody i love that i guess i still am but uh (laughs) no that's cool when you get like an organic like loyal follower i've I've got like a you know i've had that experience that's really cool and just know people like if you're either becoming a creator or you're just listening right now little things like that just like as i said at the beginning of the show i know it may have just it's a preamble so maybe people just put it on as a background almost like an ad read but I meant it when I say that engagement is appreciated, whether that be a comment or like a like or a subscribe. Like it's the only way that we can make it so that our content gets in front of more eyes. So it really yeah. helps. It really makes a difference. To like the the timing of the comments too. If you watch early on, uh, you comment early. It helps a lot on videos. But back to advice for early creators, really consistency, as everyone says, is the number one thing that the that YouTube's going to reward you for. Um, I think a great way to get a start is to like jump into those shorts. If you have, you know, if you can make a funny short, you could pass my channel in literally 30 seconds. I mean, you could get five, four or five K subscribers from a funny short, or at least like 50 K views from a funny short. So, I mean, if you have something like that up your sleeve, um, you know, whatever type of content, I would just advise people, you know, classic advice of being yourself. Don't try to be somebody else on your videos. Uh, draw inspiration from other people if you'd like, but don't just try to carbon copy somebody else. Um, and that'd be my advice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And just start, like you say. Yeah, that's the number one thing as well. Just just start. I I wanted to start this channel for a while and I did not because of the legalization as the, the excuse um and then like it took me you know six months to really get the ball rolling and being like i'm gonna make an investment in this channel you know i'm gonna bite the bullet and spend more money on this fucking expensive weed just so i have content uh for the channel i was getting up like super early in the morning to go to the dispensary before work so i could get you know i could get like the new revolution drop or whatever to have on the channel so there is like work that goes into the channel that people probably don't realize and sometimes it's not fun to have to always buy like new weed every single time like sometimes people will be like what's your favorite weed and I have like trouble remembering because like I never get to have like a steady strain all the time I'm just always having a new strain and a new strain and a new strain and a new strain always having to push out you know uh, more content and there is a little bit of pressure being a content creator and the i don't know weird shit that comes with that yeah. uh, <laughs> like just feeling like obligated towards your audience even when you don't really feel like doing a video like 
I didn't want to do videos from like March through like July. And I probably didn't do very many through that time, but I did do a couple. Um, and it does help to like create and stuff like that uh, as an outlet as well. So uh, keep that in mind as well, but don't like feel the need to create for your audience, uh, create for yourself. That's, yeah. that's, that's good advice for me. Uh, I, uh, from me, I want to say for me, um, I find that like just creating stuff is fun. Like I, I always, like, I come from a very artistic family. My dad was super artistic and like, uh, they, like my brothers could always draw and like paint really awesome. There's always controversy about the naked lady painting in the background. That's the painting from my dad that I just got. And like, yeah, I don't know why the hell he painted a naked lady. And then my brother painted it in my head. He's like, did you ever, cause he got one too. He got a different naked lady painting. And he's like, I just, I just have in my head that, that like might be mom. And I'm like, what? <laughs> why, why would you say that? Why would you ruin my painting? <laughs> <laughs> but That's yeah, I, I always felt like, I wasn't as artistic as them because I couldn't draw and I didn't have that talent, but I find that I do have like other talents in other ways. So, you know, you might be an artist in a way that you don't know. So I just encourage people to create, get out there, create what you want, uh, ignore people when you need to, uh, and embrace the comments when, when they're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's like that Tame Impala lyric or whatever. Yeah, I forget the exact wording, but oh man, what is, I'm gonna have to look it up now. <laughs> yeah, please do, because I feel like I get what you're saying. The way I always say it is like, hurt people, hurt people. So it's very obvious when somebody's coming at you if they're trying to hurt you or help you, you know. Um, yeah. And if they're trying to help you, great, take that advice. You know, like if it seems like it's coming from, like if they're like, hey, your video fucking sucks and you're a loser, like they're not trying to help you. But if they're like, hey, you're, I felt that your video could have been better, you know, if yeah. X or Y or Z, you know. I found it. So so if they call you, embrace them. If they hold you, erase them. So basically if go. they're holding you back, erase that shit. And if they're not, if they're helping you, then embrace it, you know. That's, That's good perfect. advice for a lot of things in life. Hell yeah, Deep dude. Lyrics. <laughs> With That's Alex awesome. and Cole. <laughs> That's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, well, thank you for addressing that. I, you know, I always try to ask people and those are, that's really good advice. I don't feel like I could have, I don't feel like I could have said it better. Um, you know, you touched a lot of different bases in that. So yeah, if you're thinking about getting into it, I think that's some very solid advice folks. Um, well, dude, I have had a blast. Um, I'm super duper high, which is always the goal and, uh, to, to have a blast, but to, to get to this level of highness, um, we should do this again sometime. I always like ch just chatting weed and uh, with with random people. So uh, yeah, it's you know, been a lot of fun. To. And I was I was surprised to be a guest on this podcast. I feel like a very very low on the totem pole of guests on this podcast. So I'm eager to eager to see how it performs. Going to be like Donald Trump and, 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 uh, uh, looking at the ratings. It's my ratings. <laughs> looking at the ratings. <laughs> how we doing? How we doing, Cole? Is what going it. off? Fuck yeah. Well, the greatest show I've had in months. <laughs> <laughs>
That's funny. Maybe the next one. <laughs> that's funny. Can people? Oh, that's a good question. Can people buy your shirts? Oh, because have... you get your hats and your shirts. I noticed. Yeah, I don't have any more hats. The hats are sold out. I need to make more shirts. I think I have two shirts. Two shirts available. Yeah, well, <laughs> then you can't part with the background shirt. <laughs> right. So. I think I might have three. I don't. Know. Yeah, I do have another one there. They've just kind of been flying around because I stopped advertising them because people were acting like I was gouging them. These t-shirts I bought, I, I just went too high of quality because these are really nice t-shirts. Like they're, they're that's soft. important to me. I can see the tag. It's the, uh, what's the brand Bella there? Canvas yeah, dude, that's the best shirt. fucking shirt, dude. The best the shirt. Best shirt. shirts are awesome. My one friend wears his like literally all the time. He doesn't even smoke. He wears his all the time. Hell He's yeah. like the number one advertiser of the show just because he likes wearing this shirt. But they're super nice shirts. They were $27 for me to get printed. So then I got to pay, you know, eight more dollars right, for shipping. And yeah, so I tried to sell them for, I think, 40. And people were like, You're fucking outrageous. $40 for a T-shirt. Yeah. So then I like tried to sell for 35 and people are saying the same thing. So then I'm like, I don't even advertise them anymore because it's like it's not even I don't want to go to the I post had the same office, experience. It sucks. Box yeah. it up, send it to you, and make three dollars. <laughs> yeah. Not that I'm trying to be a millionaire or anything, but like I want to make some money on these t-shirts. That was the point in making the t-shirts. But then people are like, well, they do advertise. So I'm like, I don't know, I guess. Hell yeah. I do like uh gorilla marketing with my stickers. I, I find that got the best response. I need to get back out there with them. I used to just slap them up yeah all over the place and i used to put them up in drive throughs and i used to get a lot of traction from that <laughs> i was having a that's war actually with, pretty a pretty war genius. with one of the local taco bells i just slap it up there and then i'd come back like two days later and be like power blasted off that's amazing <laughs> slap another one up there <laughs> well one time it was at that taco bell for like six six months straight or so and I got at least three or four comments and be like, hey, I saw this in the Taco Bell drive through. I wasn't <laughs> expecting this to actually be a good video. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. That is fucking amazing. Then were yeah, get on out there. Like Mark that. it however you can, people. You don't even need a budget. Like Kevin Smith made a movie with like $5. Like just do shit. <laughs> <Make it happen>. <laughs> <laughs> I printed those stickers and I went out and abused people with them. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but I oh, put them up funny. all over the place. I remember I was drunk at a bar one time. It was a Halloween party. I was out at some bar and I walked out to the back porch and I was just, you know, I'm drunk. So in my mind, I'm going at a normal speed, but I'm probably going fucking slow as shit. And I grabbed it out of my pocket. I grabbed it. And I heard this guy go, no. And I was just like, wow. And he's like, God damn it. But I came back months later and it was still there. So he didn't take it down. But I'm on the popcorn machine at some bar. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Well, I think I like what you said just a moment ago. I think that's what we'll cap this podcast with. Do shit and get it done. <laughs> I think All that's right. what you said. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, Salute. Yes, folks. Cheers. I hope you found as much value in this conversation as I did. Looking forward to the next uh, conversation and review uh, with and from Cannabis Critique. Cheers, man. All right. Well, dude, uh, again, this was a blast. So thank you for sitting down with me. And, oh, it's a great uh, time. Can't yeah. wait to come on again. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely.
if you've got something to promote, you just hit me up. If not, you'll hear from me. So All right. sound Sounds good. good. Sound good. Sweet, man. All right. Take care, dude. You too.